This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends! Go. Daniela asks, I'm an immigrant with an entrepreneurial dream. All my parents care about is college, which I hate. Any advice? That's tough. Um, Did you get pressured to be a good student? No. I, I came from one of those families where it was just expected. And, but I'm right, there was no even, it was right. binary, right? So I, I came from one of those <laughs> There weird, wasn't even a conversation. No, right? no, it just wasn't even a conversation. I came from one of those weird families where high expectations were always there, but my parents were not very good at being parents, and so I was basically ignored. So I kind of had to raise myself, but unconsciously... You had I siblings? Think, no, only child. Only child. Yeah, I think unconsciously I understood at a very young age that the adults were never going to help me. No one was coming to help me. And so I had to learn, like the system as it's presented to you is bullshit. And the only gift they gave me by being terrible parents is that I was never fooled by the lies that the system tells you, like school, right? Uh, I learned how to hack the system. You feel like early on you made a decision that you weren't getting value from your parents and thus every grown up during your youth you looked in a cynical point of view? Not just the grown-ups, but the actual systems that the grown-ups all operate in and represent, yeah. whether it's work or whether it's uh, corporations or school. It's not that everything is invalid. It's just that the, the, the face that they present is never the reality. It's so interesting. I, on the other hand, had amazing parents, right. but came to that same realization at a very young age. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that's... It's so interesting, different paths to get to that place. That's it really I, dictated my life, where I was like, oh my God, I'm not this, and like... I've got another, geez, I was in fourth grade for sure. Right. I'm like, crap, I got another nine years of eating this shit. Well, see, <laughs> you, you got out early. I'm like, how do, I, how do I break this system? How do I hack it and make it work for me? Yeah, you decided to win within it. I decided to literally go on vacation because I realized subconsciously yeah. I was never gonna be on vacation again. You know, what's <laughs> funny is I think, if we're talking about unconscious, uh, I think I, I realized I had no other support. You had great parents. Yeah. You're like, I have this other world yeah, I can sure. go into. I knew the right, only you're like, world. I need this, right. I, I, I need to win that. at this system so that I have, because I don't have anyone What's else. What's the person's name? Um, Daniela. Daniela, I'm gonna give you very difficult advice. I really think you need to have the most honest and truthful conversation you've ever had with your parents and then react to their reaction. I think if you really, I don't know if you've ever gone there all the way where like, this is really ruining me. Like, like not like, hey mom and dad, I don't like school. It's like, yeah. I'm suffocating and truly believe my life will not be as good as it could be if I go down this path. Watching your parents' reaction to those words, verbatim, would be, will give you a really good indication because then you get to understand, are your parents wired to really value you and what you and what where you are and what's in your best interest from your point of view, or do they really care about their point of view and what their child's success means to them? I've become very fascinated. You might have better insight well, to this. I grew up in a way where I didn't know like the fancy world, and so like bumper stickers of colleges on cars, and like and like parents telling kids to take on college debt at better schools. Wait a minute, that's in their interest because they get to tell their friends that University of Chicago is real fancy. I'd be super yeah. pumped if Misha and Xander went there. Like, right. I, I'm like, holy crap, that's interesting. Well, so I think that's fantastic advice. Let me just add one sort Do of uh, uh, way to frame this. So when you go talk to your parents, I think the way to frame it is not here's my argument because you're not never going to convince someone with a compelling argument or very rarely. What you want to do is start by asking them questions. Do you care about me? 
How much do you care? What do you really care about? What matters the most to you? And what they're going to say is, we care about you being happy. We care uh -huh. about you finding yourself. Uh -huh. We care about you, whatever, right? Uh -huh. Get them to commit to that and then say, all right, if, if you really do care about me and you really do, it, it does matter to you that I'm this happy, I'm going to tell you I don't want to go to school because it makes me very, or college, it makes me very unhappy. And trying these other things for a year or two is going to make me much happier. It, will you support me as I do something, at least for, and you can even frame it as temporary. Give me a year to support me, and if it doesn't work, I'm happy to go back to college. And support me mentally, right? Like the financial right. part uh, is That's so totally simple. what I mean. I, I know that. Emotional. I know that. I want to I wanna frame that up for people. And I, I would say the other thing, like look, like there's casualties of war, and your parents are not going to be around for your casualties of what they think is in your better interest than versus you. I mean, the gift that I was given that I really wish I could, you know, like stick into every goddamn person is the audacity and confidence at a very young age to just say, this is the deal. Huh. Like, like that independence is incredible. And like, and that's hard for a lot of people. But like, if you're asking me on this show, like to me, actions speak louder than words. If you publicly tweeted this and asked me and wanted me to answer, you're just looking for somebody to push you over the finish line. Many of you are watching this and think it, but would never tweet it publicly in fear yeah. that your parents would see it. You're clearly, this close and you need somebody to nudge you. I'm willing to nudge you. I mean, I really do think there are real moments in time to say, go fuck yourself, mom and dad. And it's real, and it's real not from a bad, cool, like growing out, from a, this is it. Like this is a crossroads and a lot of people get forced into doing, there are kids with massive debt because they wanted to appease their parents and they lose, they lose because they kick their 20s and don't take the risk reward things they should be doing to just pay down the debt and they wake up at 34 and they just finally are at even from something that they decided at 17. Because their parents pressured them. 100%. Yeah. In their, now that I've gotten older and I'm spending time with parents, in their parents' vested interest of vanity. Yes. The worst. Yeah. Let's do one more. Because I got to go to, Video. speaking of parents, I got to go run to Misha's school. And Video. Hey. Hi, Gary. Um, I have a question. <laughs> what is your advice for young entrepreneurs in college that are trying to start businesses and run them themselves? Quit college. Quit college. I'm, 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 prob I'm probably, if you're actually an entrepreneur, yeah. yes. Because I promise you, college is doing you zero for <laughs> entrepreneurship. You cannot teach entrepreneurship in a college environment because it is an unbelievable reality of like, you have to navigate it to know what to do. Are you collecting debt? No. Okay, good. Well then, <laughs> then, then you just have to decide, you know, Look, what I would tell you to do is, pro you know what I would tell you, to do? if you were my brother, if you were AJ, I would say, you've gotta make a decision. Either you realize that these are the last couple years that you can really, really, really enjoy and not do shit and enjoy them, or you could put all your energy into your business and let your grades go to shit and either get kicked out or let them push you through the system. If, if you know, you have to also understand, my definition of an entrepreneur is a little bit different than I think a lot of people's. My definition of an entrepreneur is you can't breathe other than when you're running your business. Thank you. You got it. If you are collecting debt and you're going to college for marketing or entrepreneurship, if you're that, you're actually pulling off one of the worst things in the world to do right now. That breaks my heart. Now, if you're going to be a lawyer, if you're not collecting debt and mom and dad are taking care of it, 
That's fine. I'm not mad at college. Like, if you want to work like at Bain, you need to go to an Ivy League school and yes, get that degree. Yeah. Exactly. But if you were going to college to work in marketing and communications, or to be an entrepreneur, and you're collecting debt because your parents made you or you think that's the right thing, you're basically pulling off the worst move in the world. Um, how can college seniors and recent grads start building a personal brand to potentially build a business mm -hmm. or to get hired at a company they want to get hired? Talk about shit you know, Kenny. That's it. Yep. <laughs> you know, everybody's trying to build a personal brand. It became this thing. It's crazy. You're holding crush it. Like when I wrote that, people didn't even know what the word meant, right? Like people laughed at the book you're holding. Like, cause you have to stand. It's ten years ago. Like the thought of like go on YouTube. People didn't even know what YouTube was, and Twitter was. Like I was like go on YouTube. Like, I, you know, I went on CNN. All these people. Literally, these are the interviews. You can find them on Google. Like on YouTube. Like I'm like go on YouTube and Twitter. And the host. This is like CNN. And the hosts are like, what's YouTube? Like like. It's, it seems crazy now, but everybody wants to do that. Like the way you build a personal brand is people want to follow you, right? So why would people want to follow you? You're pretty, you're funny, you're smart, you're motivating. Like, like you gotta have something, but the thing to do is not the front. Everybody's playing an act, which is a house of cards. You need to speak your truth. The reason- Document, don't create. Document, don't create. Like, like all those people just gave you daps because you're clearly a likable dude. Like that's gonna play out. That's a winning formula. That's the shit I had too, right? I just also, first of all, and, and this is something you gotta think about, I also just decided to put my head down for 12 years before building a personal brand because it was a lot more fun to build a personal brand around building an actual business. You know, the reason I came up with Document Don't Create was it gives a kid like you a shot. So you could, you, know, you could either put your head down for 15 years, pop out and then start building, or right now you could just be like, I'm Kenny, like, I got, this is what I got going on. Right? Like, not much yet. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna give you business advice when I haven't built a fucking business, but I could surely tell you what fucking kids fuck with right now. Like, you know, like you could talk about your life, culture, like everybody wants to, like, listen, if you, like I knew, this gets a little bit into younger than this demo, but you might have some younger nieces, nephew, kids. I knew slime and spinners were coming. Cause I watch eight year olds. So like, you know how much money I could have made by buying fucking a bunch of spinners in China and selling them on Amazon? There's people making 100,000 racks. Like fucking real money. Like real money. Like every week on Amazon because nine months ago they saw kids gonna fuck with spinners and they started buying a shitload of them in China and they ranked first on Amazon. Like, people, like everybody in the world wants to know what you guys fuck with. Every fashion brand, every soda brand, every sneaker brand, so tell them. You know how valuable of a show and how many people would follow you if your day was walking around this campus and just asking people like, what's your favorite song? What's your favorite soda? What's your favorite brand? That's valuable. I'm interested. Do you feel like college taught you valuable business tools or do you feel like majority of your business knowledge came from other sources? I feel like all of my business knowledge came from other sources. I learned nothing in college um, um, from a business standpoint. I learned a lot about from college from a, from a growing up as a man standpoint, from a, from a swag standpoint, from a basketball standpoint, from a hip hop music standpoint. Zero business. Podcast family, big ups. Thank you so, so, so much for listening to today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I uh, 
enjoyed creating it uh, and to leave you with a little bit of love uh, and excitement, something I'm super pumped up about. January 30th, 2018, 13018, Crushing It. The new book is out. The follow-up to Crush It, the book that put me on and so many of you on, is coming. Go to Amazon, pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. It would mean the world to me if you got on that train. Get one for you. Get one for your friend. This is the personal branding Bible. This is the social media Bible. My updated thoughts on all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, uh, and little fun tidbits like Alexa and profiles on 30 entrepreneurs that read Crush It and Crushed It. I'm super excited and proud fast read, super valuable. Crush It still is the book I get emailed about the most. I'm trying to follow it up hard with crushing it. Go to Amazon, search crushing it.